Glad you could join us for episode 143 of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch. My name is Dave, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Little Wayne, as we discuss Michelle Livretta's supernatural drama, Lost Girl, starring Anna Silk, Zoe Palmer, Chris Holden-Reed, and Rachel Scarston. I had to throw that in there. I was watching uh, Metallica videos uh-huh. while you know the, about a half hour ago and somehow they somebody put up a showdown between little wayne and kirk hammett who i had no idea i mean i've heard of little wayne but i didn't know he played guitar but now i know he actually doesn't play guitar oh, okay <laughs> yeah i just remember uh little wayne because when my son sean was born in 2000 i guess he, he was probably big around then because all my students said oh it's little wayne yeah. All right. Well, anyway, tonight we're here to discuss episode 12 of season five titled Judgment Fay. But as always, we'd love to hear from you guys. Email at sci-fi TV rewatch at gmail.com. Go to the website and leave a voicemail using the leave voicemail tab. And you could even record your own audio clip and send us the MP3 as an attachment. Tweet us at sci-fi TV rewatch and encourage you to consider joining the Facebook group and join the discussions there. So, Join the uh, love. Yeah, yeah. That's some good stuff. Actually, I, I just posted something about a reboot of Xena, which, you know, I'd heard about a few months ago. I so, think we mentioned it on here. Yeah, so yeah, we did. So there's a little bit more information. Posted that on the uh, uh, Facebook group tonight. So, you know, check it out if you're into that. That's one of those shows, again, like Buffy, that if I had the time, I'd really be interested to see what it's all about because so many people that – you know, we respect certainly Diane for one who loves both shows. So, you know, I just don't ever see having the time. Yeah, true that. But anyway, one piece of news that I wanted to throw out there, the uh, in the ratings world, the top 25 broadcast shows for the week of February 8th to 14th in the live plus three numbers. So obviously that's three days after it originally aired, gives all the DVR users like me, and I guess you to some extent, yeah. chance to watch the show. Episode four of The X-Files was number three. Had a 3.5 rating. It was number 18 in total viewers at, at 10.7 million. And number six in the 18 to 49 area uh, in terms of percentage gain. So obviously x-files is doing great uh we're recording this on a tuesday the the night after the final x-files episode aired and you know we'll talk about that down the road but the other thing is the season four premiere of the history channel's vikings which totally snuck up on me yeah um, i was just like last thursday i just clicked on what's on the dvr and like vikings yeah what so you're up to date right yeah yeah well i, I love know, that show yeah i don't even so know if i told good. you I'm, I'm writing reviews for it now for den of geek you did not tell me that yeah i know and uh it's it's uh yeah it's it's, it's awesome and it's you awesome. know it's so good i love it i and, love vikings and like what i tell people i mean if you like game of thrones which which i know we both do sure you'll you probably like this and if nothing else the pace is much quicker in Vikings. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, because, yeah, they only got like 40, you know, five, 42 minutes to tell the story rather than the whole hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the season four premiere was the number four cable show for the night. The top three were Family Guy reruns, <laughs> which I'm not sure. What? what that really? Says. Oh, I know. I know. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, all right. And then one piece of listener feedback from Davia Archibald who said, I watched the last half of season five when it aired here in Canada. 
I'm enjoying your reviews with your different point of view. You guys have put your finger on a concern I couldn't quite explain. Originally, Lost Girl upended cliches, but now it's just using the same old TV tropes. And it feels Boom. as though the show... What I said, yo. It feels as though the showmakers lost interest in their own show. And looking forward to hearing you review the rest of the season. Well, yeah, and you, you brought that up like, geez, months ago about the, the cliches. So... Uh, yeah, it's nice to know it's not just us. Yeah. But anyways. Well, it's us and Davia, at least. Yeah. <laughs> There's at least one other person who thinks like it. So. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's funny. I have been reading some things online, and, and it, it does seem as if there, you know, there, there do seem to be multiple camps out there that, that do have concerns with the writing, and we're going to bring one of them up tonight for sure, but... Uh, this is episode 12, Judgment Faye, written by Laura Azapardi and Lauren Gosnell, who also co-wrote End of Faye, Laura Gosnell, that is, directed by Lee Rose, who did two episodes in season two and two in season three. And this one originally aired September 27th, 2015 on Showcase, and then, of course, February 22nd, 2016, Sci-Fi US. All right, so last week you were pretty definitive that you didn't like the episode what about tonight i'm much less um adamant in my dislike but i did overall adamantine yeah right exactly oh i didn't even think about that but that was yeah, mm-hmm. totally appropriate um but i think the end kind of rescued it a little bit for me but for the first at least half of it i was more groaning and just looking at the ceiling and saying what is what why am i even watching this well you know i guess what really gets to me in in this episode and and we've been seeing it for a while now you know when they did the body jumping episode way back was that season one Mm, you know when they were all sitting around i don't think so because like vex was in it no it's definitely season two okay well vex was in season one though right but he wasn't a good guy okay in season one all like right. also he like they transitioned him kind of to a semi-good guy in season two and now he's a walking dick joke right well that was okay but you know now it's like this constant body jumping that you're never sure who's in whose body and well okay so it was lauren but it wasn't lauren it well w- but see when they did the first time it was clever and well done and this time it's just like all of a sudden people just pop up hey i'm in this body now just like what wtf it's like how did that even happen like when did that happen you know like at least you could like there was some kind of narrative strain that went with the season two show like (sighs) right and now it just seems as if it's a plot device to keep the audience on its toes and to go back and i don't know if you used to listen to jay and jack and their lost podcast but they used to call it lazy writing and you know i mean and that was something when you're talking about lost but i guess in a 24 episode show which it was for the first three seasons uh, you might expect some of that but uh, you know that that especially since they only had like what two other seasons after that right no three more six total no, there's only two, I thought. No, what are you, are you one of those, like, season six didn't exist? <laughs> I'm just, it was that uh, Clint used to say Oh, right, exactly, okay. <laughs> I didn't mind season six. Yeah, so so that that's one of my problems that, that with this episode, but I, but I did generally like it. I mean, there were a lot of things, as you said, I thought it finished pretty strong. Uh, of course, the title, Judgment Faye, raises the question, you know, who is being judged? I thought there was going to be a Terminator in it. 
Well, I guess maybe that was some of my disappointment stem from that. Well, you know, we did see uh, Sarah Connor last week. I know. Let's see that you could see why I would think that, right? Yeah, no question. But well, who who is being judged? I mean, is it Bo and Lauren's relationship? I think on one level, yeah, it is. It, it, you know, they both are judging it. I think Lauren more so than Bo. I think I pass judgment upon the people who are writing the show. <laughs> okay, be nice, be nice. <laughs> um, you know. Okay, I'm in. I'm back. All right. Uh, you know, back Bo's to ability to do the right thing, and and and. I guess that's what's so fascinating about her character is that I think fundamentally she certainly is a good character, even though she's dark Fay now. Yeah. But I think people are being judged per se. I think it's more like, like as judgment day, like this is the beginning of the end. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. I mean, I certainly got the Terminator reference. So, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. Like um, something, some terrible apocalypse is upon us. Right. And, and this is the start of it. Right. Now, one of the things that I really noticed in this episode is that it was heavy on the relationships. And, and one of the things that, that I've liked about Legends of Tomorrow as it's you know hit its fourth and fifth episode. Did you episode, just say the word liked yeah, about I did. Legends I, of Tomorrow altogether? Uh, I know. I'm I, impressed, I don't, Dave. Yeah, I don't, I'm not ready to you know sign on completely. but I just want to say, because like, by what I just said, it might be interpreted that I don't like it, and I, I love Legends of Tomorrow. So. Right, and I... And lukewarm, but right. but what I have like they've been mixing up the pairings. You know, they've been sending out teams of two, sure, and you know some work and some don't. And I think it's just got to find its footing. And you know, in this episode, one of the relationships that I really have enjoyed is Dyson because you know, I mean, again, poor Dyson. I mean, he just keeps getting just trampled gets on, on. Yeah. time and time again, just like and again, yeah. fundamentally a good guy. But this relationship with Alicia, a human, and, you know, on the one hand, well, okay. I mean, we've certainly seen it with Bo and Lauren, and we certainly know that Faye have married humans because, you know, we established that a few seasons ago that then they, the children of those unions would not have powers. But, you know, the, this whole thing in, about Dyson and Alicia and right away, Trick tells Dyson that he knows Bo's the love of his life, kind of implying that he knows somewhere down the road the two of them are going to get together again, which, I don't know, it's kind of hard to see that now. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm not really seeing that. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, at the end of it, you can't help but think it. I mean, because like you said, with Trick's line, it, it puts it right in your face, so it's not subtle at all. You know, the, then they're there at the uh, at the doll at the end. I, I, but I, I still get the feeling of, of like budding romance. You know, it's they're still like just kind of like buds. Right. You mean Bo and Dyson at the doll? Yeah. 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 And that was a great scene. It was really good. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think the end of this episode ended with a couple of strong scenes that rescued the episode. Whereas before it was it was ludicrous for a, a half to three quarters of it. But uh, they came on strong at the end and uh, rescued it for me. Yeah, and and I guess what I like also is that he's so accepting of her. And, and again, I guess to be fair, Lauren has tried to be accepting of the fact that her girlfriend is a succubus. And I think it's safe to say, even though she's with Lauren right now, she well, is no, bisexual. Not well, right? Okay, but but <laughs> you know she is bisexual. So then somewhere down the road, maybe. And you know what? I also thought you know it would be kind of cool if you know way down the road 
it's just Bo and Dyson living together, best friends, maybe a non-sexual relationship. Yeah, of course, we're not going to see that far, but I did, you know, did kind of see that in that scene at the bar. But yeah, like the last scene of the show could be like they're like in a spaceship riding off into the sunset together or something, you know. Right. But the problem is, as Dyson tells Trick, he can't give his heart away. That's not our way, meaning meaning the wolf. So that, you know, the fact is that he's still in love with Bo and, you know, it is what it is. Although I do think he's in love with Alicia. I mean, Trick certainly yeah. asks well, him they, if he is. You know, they throw down, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, so. that doesn't mean he's in love with her. Yeah, but, I mean, she's really nice. I mean, she's okay. very attractive. So, you know, like. I can see him. We don't blame him from going there. No, I don't. No, not at all. But of course, back at the lab, yeah, Kevin, her husband, right. has woken from his coma. The nurse goes in. <laughs> okay, the spewing flies. Yeah. Well, that happened earlier. I mean, are but, we watching Amityville Horror? Yeah. Was yeah. that? Was, uh, yeah. I, I, know. I. You that's, know what? I don't know if it did or not, but that seems like the kind. We've of, seen that. Yeah, it's been it's been done. Right. So then it's like, all right, but that was pretty gross, though. I mean, I didn't, I don't necessarily, I didn't see that one coming. Right. And, you know, the whole idea with flies, death, pestilence, coming change. And, and of course, we know, and you even alluded to in the title, and I think you're right, the judgment fade, the end is near, change is coming. But, of course, what changes will we see? And then towards the end, Dyson and Alicia in bed after sex, he gets a call from Bo. And that's when he gets the news about Kevin and, you know, now the big dilemma. And, yeah, it, I really like the way it was handled. So Sure. Yeah, well, Dyson is always the bigger man, you know. Well, not, not that there is a lesser man here, but, you know, like he, he knows clearly what has to happen here, right? I mean, she's married to this guy. There's, you know, there's no doubt about it in his mind. So, you know, he probably could, if he were more selfish, could – say you know i'm in love with you you know why don't we run off together she probably would go for it you know like you see like even though she realized she has to go to her husband she's not really 100 percent there you know right but he but dyson's just like you know yeah he's your husband go to him and that's that's kind of how d rolls now one of the things we saw that court case right where uh you know, we find out about the ancients. Uh, you were going to bring that up, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, that they're allowed one weapon made by Hephaestus. What, what, what is, oh, when Bo sees him, what does she say? Hot, maybe hot Hephaestus, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you groaning about? Just everything. <laughs> because I mean, like, I, I thought actually, I thought the one thing that's kind of clever was that Hephaestus, who in Greek mythology is twisted and and you know the ugliest of the gods but yet uh married to venus actually or not right. venus aphrodite but here he's like you know a really good looking guy who you know what does he say beauty on olympus is sublime or something like, yeah. like that but uh so it was yeah it was just kind of like it, it was it, i guess it was kind of a, a clever little joke thing but yeah i guess yeah. but it just again it, we're trying to throw too many characters it's into the mix going nowhere well like because like when at the beginning when they don't show hephaestus they uh zeus is there and she's like you know you're making and then you know like you, i knew it was hephaestus because he's the the forger of the the gods i've read my percy jackson so i know what i'm talking about here and uh so I'm like, cool, like Hephaestus, they're throwing his him into the mix, but he was just like a throwaway character, you know? Like they didn't even really need him in there. 
Well, he made like the horseshoe. horseshoe. She could have found a million different ways, you know, like, so. Yeah, and that's one that I didn't have to actually look up to know what the horseshoe represents. Right. Uh, anyway. All right, so the, you know, the judge knows who Bo is, tells her if she wants an audience, she's got to prove herself. She gets in the courtroom and, you know, I, the parallel between Bo and Lauren's relationship and the court case that she's asked to defend, you know, is obvious, right? And and she... Yes. Ham-fisted might be another word. Yeah, it. she gets the two parties together and assumes she won, which I guess she is. But, uh, but we also get the reveal that, you know, Lauren tells her that she's not Faye unless she's touching one. So the question I have is, I should have thought of this before. How come when she got hit by the bus, she didn't suffer any broken bones and massive trauma? Because she wasn't touching any Faye at that point, so she was human. But she touched Bo like right afterwards. And- so I then would any amount of chi sucking be able to overcome? Well, she you know, did what a succubus does and like yeah, I guess she she took in the chi and and healed her. And remember, like we both thought that she was doing the transference, but really probably was Lauren doing the chi suck, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know, dude. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, we can't. I don't think you can even think about these things too deeply. Well, and the thing yeah. is, it's okay. Look, I mean, we both loved a show like Lost, and and, and that's fine. If there's a plan, if there is a long range arc. It just, I don't, it's, it's just like they're, they're making the rules up as they go along now. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that, that's part of the problem I have, but Bo doesn't understand why Lauren's willing to give up who she is to become Faye. And, and I thought that was a good point to bring up on her end because, you know, on, on the one hand, and I think Lauren even says, well, isn't it obvious right, that, that I want to, it's not so much that I want to be Faye. It's that I want to have an extended lifespan but Bo, and again, that's something that I don't understand why they do this with her character, because you know, on the one hand, she she plays dumb, and then, and I forget the literary reference she br- brings up in this episode. Um, I, I forget what it was, yeah, but but she knew that. But but just this thing there that that I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that you want to live longer, but why would you give up who you are for this relationship? And that's, you know, I thought a pretty astute question. Yeah. Well, especially, oh, well, I think what it reveals is that Bo would never sacrifice, I guess, would never give up her own self for anything, I guess, you know? So that, and, and that's why I think even any relationship she's been in pretty much that we've seen, she's well, I guess not necessarily with Bo. Not that with Lauren. Like with Dyson at first, she was like 100% in. I guess with Lauren at first, she was all in and everything. But like, especially this season, like even those scenes with Lauren when like Lauren's like, oh, I, I can be Faye and we can be together. Like she always had this look at her face like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Sure, hon, that'd be sweet. You know, like she's not, doesn't seem like she's 100% into it, you know. Yeah. Um, well, well, you know, it's funny you, you're saying that. And then I, it makes me think of the relationship between Bo and Tamsin, how that's obviously changed. And, and <laughs> it, it, it definitely changes here, uh, you know, in this episode. 
but yeah, or is it or Bo is it Tamson? Yeah, is it Bo? There? Yeah, like what, what? 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 Should we talk about that now, or should we wait? Well, what? What did we just see? I don't know. What yeah, we I saw. mean, we get, well, we'll jump ahead, and we, you know, I, you and I said before we went on the air that we might be jumping around a little bit more than we yeah. usually do. So we get to the closing scene, and we're at the uh, clubhouse. And one thing before you even get to the main thrust here. Uh, did they have stuff on the walls now, like paintings and and framed? I mean, uh, maybe. Um, you know, I don't know. I things. I know. Uh, <laughs> and Tamson tells Bo that we've got to do something about this wallow. You know, Bo's lying on the couch. She, Bo starts crying. She's gone. We're over, and that takes us back. I think we have to then backtrack for a second. Because after, you know, all of the discussion that Bo and Lauren have about Lauren's turning Faye or, or not turning Faye and Lauren breaks up with her, she's gone, we're over, and then Bo leans in and kisses her. Yeah. I mean, not completely unexpected. No matter how much I try, someone always gets hurt. Okay. That's something I think we've heard her say. Yeah. A number of times and at this point i don't understand why she doesn't get it well what's pathetic here is that like she says that but okay you know you hurt tamson right yeah because you she spelled out clear as day for you before and yet here you are you're macking on her again just to you know get your swerve on and you're just gonna do it all over again like, as you say that, oh, all I do is hurt people. Like, you are doing something that you're totally going to hurt her, and you know it. Right. And, and you know, I, I we're starting to establish, and, and I know this is going to horrify some people, especially somebody like Kevin Batchelder, but is Tamsin becoming the new Kenzie? You know, yeah. is, is she becoming Bo's best female friend? I mean, you know, obviously not Lauren. Oh, because she's Lauren left, right? Well, right. But Except it, they, like she's like sleeping with her and stuff. Well, and I'm not even sure it's Bo. We're friends like, without benefits. We, well, of course we got all the body jumping. Who who knows who it is? Because yeah, I mean I that seems like it's Hades kind of because with the hair and the thing. I don't even I'm not sure what I saw, but I think my you know my theory is is like Hades is either in the, her body or taking her shape or something weird. Well. Tamson then says, I'm going to regret this later. They start tearing each other's clothes off. And, you know, as I guess we're trying to determine here, what are we to make of this scene? And I'm, okay. I'm going to really be upset if it's not really Bo, because you know, I think I've said at least a couple times that, that I'm kind of a, a Bo Tamson shipper. But you're just playing with us again all this body jumping if that's what it turns out to be i'm not going to be happy i mean clearly it's not 100 percent bow like it might be bow's body but you know hades is yeah because with all the, yeah with again because going back to the show in season two when they did the body jumping at least there seemed to be like rules governing it right and sure he, he, like you had to like touch the person or something i can't remember what it was but there was like some kind of actual rule governing it and now it's just like boom all of a sudden zeus is in someone else's zeus is in in lauren's body and uh, it's ridiculous yeah 
And, and, and they, there's no like rules to go along with it. So it's just like people just show up and, hey, well, now I'm Zeus. Like, what? Like, what? Really? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but a scene that I really felt was moving, and, and there were a number of moving scenes in this episode, which again you know it's like it's punctuated then by a scene like you know we've been saying that almost doesn't seem to make any sense but you know i I really felt when lauren took the antidote and admitted that i'm not Faye anymore i lost myself and she you know she really recognizes what Bo was saying and and recognizes that Bo was right and that if we're going to be together it's just you know i've got to be who i am she brings up the age issue and then Lauren says she won't put Bo in that position. I'm supposed to be a healer. You're a protector. And I risked all of that. And she's making this sacrifice, telling Bo that the people need her. And I'm thinking like, well, okay, finally, Lauren realizes what the right thing to do is. And she does it. And then I'm thinking, well, okay, why can't you have it all? Why can't you recognize all that and still stay together? I mean, why do they have to break up? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, then it's like uh, Bo. Can- I, I think she, she feels like that, like Bo in a relationship, which I have said from season one, is not like the Bo that she can't. Like she realizes Bo has to be able to go out there and kick ass and can't be tied down to any kind of relationship as like i mean like that's that's the hero like in in any story the hero has to kind of break away from society and family to go out and do his or her thing they can't be it's it's harder when they're tied down to things at home yeah and so you know she's kind of making that call is i'm gonna let Bo go be Bo, which i thought was pretty cool actually no i agree and and you know one of the confrontations that then comes out of all that is between Bo and her father. Where did Jack come from? I think you might've asked I that before because that, so all of a sudden they're like, he's Jack. I'm like, right. Uh, um, really? But she confronts her father, blaming him for Lauren's change of heart. And then, uh, I feel like I was listening to, uh, Oliver queen, Barry guys like us. Don't get the girl. Right. Right. <laughs> I right, mean, right. you know, it tells her he wants her to be happy. He'll be here if she needs him. And, and and of course, that is still the one thing that keeps me going here is wanting to know what Hades endgame really is. Sure. that You're right. That is pretty much the only compelling thing left here. Because, you know, clearly there there is an endgame. But, you know, he's just so, like, kind of cool. <laughs> like when you and he's actually there and she's talking to him and everything like like here she goes in all fired up you know tell him how nasty he is and how bad he is and anything and then she he's just oh i'm sorry honey and she ends up crying in his arms just like a little girl say oh daddy you know like so you know zeus said he's a master manipulator and you know no question about that you know it's still yeah the question of what his end game is we don't know because yeah. he doesn't seem all that bad. I mean, he seems, I mean, we're pretty sure he's bad, uh, but I guess that's the thing about manipulators, right? They never seem bad until you realize that they are. Well, right. And, you know, I mean, one of the things we've learned about Bo in, you know, this episode, well, we've been learning it for a while, that, that her character just seems unfocused. And again, I don't know whether it's a fault of the writers or a character flaw that they intend us to see. Uh, you know, she's, 
sure as hell gets over Lauren pretty quickly at the end, unless, of course, as you say, that's not really her. Um, You know, Lauren, I think we learned, to me, the big thing, she gives up when there's no reason to give up. And this is kind of out of character for somebody that, you know, pretty much has made a career of not giving up. So that's a little bothersome. You mentioned Hades. Well, he certainly continues to talk a good game, revealing nothing. So we don't know what the hell he's up to. Nah, I like how you did that. <laughs> Dyson, is there anybody more loyal than Dyson? No, he's he's a dog. So you know. Yeah. Um, and then Tamson just resigned to be Bo's friend. Is she the new Kenzie? Yeah, I like that dynamic. And yeah, look, again, I just, I love Tamson, my favorite character on the show. Yeah, Tamson's pretty cool. I just, you know, I, I just never really kind of saw the Bo Tamson thing, like as anything that's substantial. Yeah, well, right, you know, I guess everybody sees chemistry differently. And right. I, I guess, you know, for me, I never really, I, I, I never really got the chemistry of, of Bo and Lauren. And I, I don't know, you know, maybe it's just that I, I like, Rachel Scarston better. I, who knows? But uh, <laughs> we will see. I mean, certainly uh, that end they sent us home with, they they better deal with pretty quickly in the uh, next episode. That's all I got to say. Well, that, I mean, we have seen that happen. It's just that unresolved things from one episode get dealt with pretty quickly in the next one. Well, so like WTF so. with like Hades and and Zeus though, right? Yeah, like they just go back to myth. Like first of all, whatever the hell that means. But like, what? It's like okay, we were just bent on like taking over the world, and by just I mean like five minutes ago, just, and now like okay, we're we're both just gonna open up this thing in the floor and and go to the place where we break up into little pieces. Yeah, I don't know, but you got, uh, you got nothing to offer me there. I was I was counting you, man. I'm like, Dave, no. explain, explain this to me. What's going on? I have no clue. But no clue. No, anyway, um, both, buddy. Get, well, that that's pretty much all I got. You got anything else you want to say about this one? Um, well, just that I had said at the beginning that most of this episode I thought was ludicrous, but that did save it at the end. I did find the scene. I I, I don't know. I, like I'm not against Bo and Lauren being together, but yet their breakup scenes seem to be like the best scenes. Yeah, and I'm not like taking like the Schadenfreude in it, like this joy. I'm like I'm really sad. Like it was a really sad scene. Like you know, like that was a really a heartfelt, um, sad scene there. You know, and then the you know the scene with Dyson um, having to kind of give over Alicia because Kevin's back. And then Dyson and Bo and the doll, you know, all those things together. Like I said, well, there's just some really true emotional scenes there that I, I really like. That I didn't like the rest of the episode, but those kind of sappy things at the end, I, I was I was kind of down with. And then of course, the whole what's going on with Bo and uh, and Tamsin at the end is just like, and, and what what was that? What did, what did I see when you know Tamsin brushed Bo's hair back and it? looked like we saw like gray hair like it was hades you know yeah i don't so, know i don't know either all right well that's gonna do it 
for us this week. Check in with us via email at sci-fi TV rewatch at gmail.com. You can check out the Facebook group and join the discussions there. We will be back next week to take a look at episode 13 of Lost Girls season five entitled Family Portrait. But until then, you know, Dave, I think sometimes when, you know, like I get down and a little sad and everything, I just, I'd hum old Madonna tunes and that would be my happy place. <laughs>